Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com hear God's word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, hear God's word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. Text says in 1 Peter 4 and 17, for the time has come judgment began at the house of the Lord and if it begins with us first what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel amen so when we say uh, Bethlehem and you say getting it right uh, we pray that you take this to heart um, that you will get it right with your brothers and sisters if there's any of you holding a grudge uh, God takes this seriously. As a matter of fact, if you're about to worship and find that you have something against your brother, the Bible says to get up and go get it right with your brother first before you come to the household of the Lord. Amen. And this is what Matthew 18, uh, 15 through 18 says for us to do. Amen. Amen. This month we've been talking about Getting it right in money, getting it right in money, and we subtitled this series, How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. And most of us here today want to be blessed and highly favored, and and we're going to see from this text this morning as we share a message entitled, Open the floodgates of heaven from Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 through 10. Malachi 3, verse 8 through 10. We're going to challenge you to study the word of God and to do as it says. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. We've given it a little bit more context, so we start with verse 6 and end with verse 12 in Malachi chapter 3. Let's read this out loud together at the same time, but before we do, say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, I'm going to stand on this word. One, two, three. Says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how are we to return? Will a man or a God? Yes, you robbed me. But you ask, how are we to return? You are under a curse. You're a whole nation. Because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe to the storehouse. Bring me to my house. Test me in this. 
from the floodgates of heaven and pour out blessings. Room enough for story. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Today we are sharing a message entitled Open the Floodgates of Heaven. And we're going to talk on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the return of the floodgates. We're going to talk about the not rob of the floodgates. We're going to talk about the not room of the floodgates. And we're going to talk about the not risk of the floodgates. Uh, we're going to see how we can return, how we cannot rob, how God can make it where there's no room and no risk if we apply this principle of his word. We want Christians to know today that Christians should open the floodgates of heaven by giving their tithes and offerings to God. Christians should open the floodgates of heaven by giving their tithes and offerings to God. There's a song that many of us may be familiar with by the same name of the name of this sermon this morning. And the words of the song encourage us to open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. And this song has been a great encouragement to many of us as we have desiring God to work and to move in our lives or within our church or within our families or at our works and and this song really really appeals to us emotionally because we believe that God can open the floodgates of heaven but one thing that we don't know or uh, we forget about is the context of that song. There's something that you are supposed to do before those gates or floodgates open. Uh, and the thing that God challenged us to do uh, before these floodgates are open is... It is the return of the floodgates. Uh, for in verse 7 it says, Since the time of your ancestors you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. And if we want the floodgates of heaven to, to open and if we really want it to, to rain, God says that, that we have to return for the text says return to me and I will return to you says the Lord Almighty. Oh, before we get all emotional. 
and began to wave our hands and to uh, have tears crying down our eyes as we listened to the song about God to opening, opening the floodgates of heaven. We've got to get this point right today. Oh, if we want God to open the windows of heaven, then there's something that we have to do. And the text says that if we want those windows open, oh, and in order for me to be a responsible preacher, I have to let you know that it's more than just a song. It's more than just an emotion. If you want the floodgates of heaven to open, then the first thing you have to do is you've got to return to God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, return to God if you want those floodgates open. But some of you may be asking, like the people in the text now, now God, we go to church every Sunday. What do you mean? We, 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 we're in the right place. What do you mean? Return to you. The text says, and, and, and they said, but you asked, how are we to return? And then we get to the rob of the text. They're not robbing. He posed the question after you asked, now how are we going to return to you? Uh, oh, he says, uh, and posed another question, will a mere mortal rob God? He posed the question, and like uh, many times when God asks a question, he already knows the answer to the question because he knows our behaviors. He knows our actions. He knows what's really going on. Uh, and, and he says this, yet you Robbed me. Hello, somebody. But you ask, how are we robbing you? And here it goes. And this is how you return to God. He says, in tithes and offerings. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, tithes and offerings. And you hear about the tithe. The tithe is a dime on every dollar. It's a, a, a tenth part. A dime on every dollar. And every member that's a member of this church agrees to be a tither. Hello, somebody. We agree to give a dime on every dollar at this church. But also it says not only oh, a dime on every dollar, but it says offerings. Oh, and there's only one other offering that we have here at the church. And that offering has to do we're building a building a building fun and we ask that you as members oh return to the Lord I didn't say return to Bethlehem I didn't, I didn't say to return to the Lord for the Bible says that when you rob him oh, oh when you rob him you're not near to him hello somebody oh in other words God oh can tell how much you love him not by your waving your hands and saying uh, open the windows of heaven and having tears flowing down your face uh, and having an emotional experience uh, waving your hands to the Lord uh, oh but as we learn on Wednesday night uh, oh God doesn't accept worship uh, of anybody who shows up uh, with uh, empty hands Uh, hello somebody hello somebody so if you really want to open the windows of heaven and let it rain, you've got to stop robbing God. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Don't jack God. Don't jack God. Hello, somebody. 
how have have we robbed you? They posed the question and God hit them right between the eyes. Right? Ah, and tithes and offerings. This is what Nehemiah 13, 11, uh, 12 says. Uh, as he came back and found out that they were neglecting the house of the Lord. This is what Nehemiah's response and verse 11, he says, so I rebuked the officials and asked them, why is the house of God neglected? And then it says, then I called them together and stationed them at their posts. And all Judah brought the tithes of grain, new wine and all into the storehouse. Nehemiah in that text found out that the people were robbing God and he was upset and he said we're going to take up a spontaneous offering oh we're going to take up all of that money that you have been robbing God with and in that text it was grain the grain offerings hello somebody hello somebody and the new wine and the oil into the storehouse so, so, so why do we rob God? I, I'm, I'm glad you asked this question. I, I, I have a, a little video I want y'all to see uh, uh, why we rob God, okay? Why we rob God. Uh, this, is, this is a little video. Malachi 3.10, return to me, and I will return to you. You see, that was the bad news about the text, and we don't give unto the Lord. We've got to return, and we've got to stop robbing God. And then here's come, here comes the good news about this text, and this is the blessing of this text. Not room for the floodgates. See, when, when you do the first part, when you return and you stop robbing God, then we can get to uh, uh, really praising the Lord. We can get to uh, opening 
the floodgates of heaven and letting it rain, then we can truly worship the Lord, oh, in spirit and in truth. Because there's some folk who showed up at the house of the Lord, oh, and they worshiped, but it wasn't in spirit and it wasn't in truth because they were robbing God. But God says, oh, there's two things that will happen when you begin to trust him, when you begin and to stop stealing uh, from him. Uh, oh, the first thing uh, that happens uh, will be blessings uh, from on high. Uh, and the second thing that happens uh, will be uh, insurance. Uh, let's talk about uh, the first thing uh, that happens. Uh, God says uh, in his words, uh, bring uh, the whole tithe. Stop robbing me into the storehouse uh, that there may be uh, food. The King James says, meat in my house and he says if you test me in this says the Lord Almighty and see if I will not throw open hello somebody here comes the song throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessings that it will that there will be no room enough to stop it. Hello, somebody. If I was in a Pentecostal church, oh, we'd be praising God right now. If I was in a Pentecostal church, folk would be on their feet saying hallelujah. There may be a spontaneous offering where folk would throw money oh, on the stage because they got a truth. And the truth is, I can't sing that song oh, by the bishop unless I'm giving. I can't worship him uh, unless I'm giving. Uh, but once I realize, uh, oh, how to truly worship, uh, oh, to bring God his, uh, oh, then he will uh, bless me. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh, neighbor, do you want a blessing this morning? I want a blessing this morning. And this is the text, the unique thing about this text. Oh, some folks say, well, that's the Old Testament. We don't have to do this in the New Testament. Well, there's a lot of other stuff in the Old Testament that we do have to do in the New Testament. It's a fulfillment. The New Testament is a fulfillment of the old. They go together. You can't take, oh, you can't take my left arm and tell it that it ain't a part of my body. Hello, somebody. So, oh, if you really want to be blessed by God, you better come to terms with your giving. As a matter of fact, God says, in the only place in the Bible, Old or New Testament, He says, and that's what makes this so unique. He says this. God says, test me in this. Hello, somebody. Oh, some of you may have heard the, the old folks say, now don't you test God now. Don't you tempt God now. Well, that's truth in every area except uh, this area. Hello, somebody. God says, uh, why don't you try me? Why don't you test me? Oh, uh, and when you test me, I'm going to tell you, oh, what I'm going to do when you test me. You say, preacher, what will God do uh, when, uh, oh, you test him? Oh, he says, uh, then we can get worship. Then we can hold up uh, holy hands to 
the sky and say, open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. What was the bishop talking about in the song? Let it rain. Well, he was talking about blessings. For the Bible says, and I'll pour out so much blessing that there will be not enough room to sow it. Hello, somebody. Oh, when you try him, when you test him in this area, uh, it'll be so much room. It, it won't be room enough uh, oh, oh, to hold God's uh, blessing. Uh, say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, why don't you try him? And I mean everybody. I mean as a youth. You see, the reason I give now as a as an older person is because my mama and them told me when I was young to give a dime on every dollar. And I started when I was young. And when I got old, I didn't depart from it because I had tried God. I tested God in this. And young folk, oh, I, I want. And this is Youth Sunday. I want you, oh, to begin to test God in this. Every time you get a dollar. Give a dime to the Lord. Uh, let me say it again. Every time uh, you get a dollar, get a dime uh, oh, to the Lord. Uh, oh, uh, and I'll guarantee you oh, that God uh, will open up uh, blessings. Uh, oh, he may open up uh, oh, blessings. Uh, oh, where uh, before they wouldn't let you play in the game. Uh, you were the best player uh, on the bench and they wouldn't let you play. But you tried God uh, and you tested him and all of a sudden, uh, oh God, open the door for you to start. Uh, oh, somebody else uh, may need to try him a high schooler. Uh, oh, you don't know how you're going to get to college. Uh, why don't you try God? Uh, give him a dime on every dollar and I can guarantee you he can open the doors uh, for you to go to school uh, or to a university, a good university. He'll open the windows of heaven and pour out. The, why don't you trust an adult? Uh, oh, uh, why don't you give him a dime on and holler and you begin to see how blessed uh, you truly are or oh, the company will be laying off uh, but they'll keep you on hello somebody or oh, if you're getting laid off uh, oh God will begin to send resources uh, from all over and help you to find uh, another job now that's a blessing uh, how about uh, your physical health everybody else uh, your age uh, can barely walk uh, but you tried God uh, and gave him a dime on every dollar and he he opened the windows of heaven uh, and poured out health uh, for you uh, and you can walk uh, oh as fast uh, as any teenager because you tried God uh, say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor try God in this and the thing to see is that you don't necessarily get a lot of money back but you get a lot of blessings back hello somebody you show up at the restaurant oh, and they wave you in and say hey I got your bill because you've got favor oh I hear somebody say favor ain't fair but you know what favor is fair you say preacher now why you say favor is fair because God says to try me in this oh he's not a respecter of person try me in this oh he says oh favor oh it's fair if you're here today and if you try him with a dime on it on a dollar oh then he will open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain and let it rain somebody needs God to rain on them in Jesus name and God 
God says, hey, you rain on me first. You give me a dime on every dollar. I don't care if you only have a dollar, give a dime on every dollar. Oh, and if you make a thousand dollars, you better give a dime on every dollar, which is a hundred dollars. Favor is fair because God is going to bless you in proportion to the way that you give in Jesus' name. Folk, tell me that favor ain't fair. Yeah, it is. God is not a respectable person. He can bless you like he blessed me, but you got to do what I do and I tithe. How about you? Oh, say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, I tired. How about you? Oh, don't look at me funny because I'm being blessed. Don't look at me funny because I got a new car. Don't look at me funny because I got nice clothes. Oh, God can do the same thing for you, but you got to test him. And that's what the text says. The only place in the whole Bible where it says, test me. Hello, somebody. That's how important this is. And if you truly want those floodgates of heaven to be opened, if you truly want him to rain blessings upon you, hello somebody, you better try him in this in Jesus' name. Ezekiel says this, Ezekiel 34, uh, 26. This is what God says I'll do. I, I will bless them and the places surrounding my hills. I will send down showers in season. And there will be showers of blessings. And that's what God says. He's going to give you showers of blessing in season. Hello, somebody in time. Hello, somebody. I can't tell you when God will bless you. I can't tell you the exact date and the exact time but I can tell you it's going to be in season and that it's going to be due time and in due time he will pour out showers of blessings because you've tried him in this area of giving hello somebody say to your neighbor neighbor Neighbor. oh neighbor why don't you try him why don't you try him she posed the question Say, anybody here wants to be blessed and highly favored? Is there anybody here? Raise your hand that wants to be blessed and highly favored. Hello, somebody. We all here. And you've heard me say then during the offering, then put some money in those hands. Hello, somebody. And come on and let's truly worship God and sing that song. Open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And not only does, does God bless you. I, I, one of my... One of my favorite movies, I'm not telling you to go and watch it, uh, is The Blind Side. It's The Blind Side. I really love that movie. And, and at the beginning of that movie, the lady says, uh, uh, any housewife knows that the first check that you write is for the mortgage. And then she says, the second check that you write is for insurance. It's for insurance. Now, as a Christian, I don't believe that, of course. As a Christian, I believe the first check that I write 
is to God. My, my tithing and my tenth part, my, my tithing, whenever God bless me, as we talked about on Wednesday night, whenever God blesses me is when I come that next Sunday when we take up an offering is when I bring his part uh, to the table. Hello, somebody. And, and, and so I believe that that's the first check that I write. And it's the first check I want you to write. Hello, somebody. Uh, because if you don't, then God will end up getting your leftovers. That's why a lot of folk uh, come and they only put a dollar in the plate. Uh, it's not that they don't have more than a dollar. It's just that they hadn't prioritized God. They hadn't put him first. Uh, hello, somebody. They hadn't wrote his check first. Uh, hello, somebody. Well, one of the things uh, that you get when you put him first uh, is you get a blessing. But the other thing that you get uh, when you put God first uh, is that you get insurance hello somebody you get insurance hello somebody that's why I say that's the second check that you write now see when you put God first you you get a blessing and insurance hello somebody he is the insurance hello somebody and then God can protect you from mayhem God can protect you from mayhem hello somebody when you put him first he'll bless you and he'll protect you from mayhem we've all seen those commercials about mayhem we've all seen those commercials about mayhem and this this commercial is about the, the guard dog the, the 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 thieves gave the dog a bone and he's eating the bone and now the thieves are robbing them blind and this is a commercial for insurance hello somebody and, and they said if you if you buy this insurance they will protect you from mayhem hello somebody but i'm so glad that i don't have to get that kind of insurance this kind of insurance that i get is my last point is 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 the the not risk of the floodgates it's says in the text what does it say it says i will prevent what pests from destroying your crop hello somebody that's insurance and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is right said it the lord hello somebody that's heavenly divine oh insurance hello somebody that's insurance wait a minute two things i get oh when i truly worship god and i tell him to open the floodgates of heaven i give him a dime on every and I stop robbing him in the offerings. He's going to pour out blessings that I don't have room enough to receive. And then he's going to, as some of the commercials said, but wait, there's more. He's going to give me insurance. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He says, I will uh, uh, prevent pests. From destroying your crop. Hello, somebody. In, in modern day terms, I will, for, I will prevent thieves from robbing your bank account. Hello, somebody. I will, I will prevent, oh, 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 automobile people from uh, oh, oh, robbing you because your car uh, breaks down and they charge you too much. I will, I will prevent, oh, the stock market from crashing because, uh, oh, because you put me first. Uh, oh, it, it, it sounds like uh, that God will give you what Job had. 
What Job had? What, what did Job have? Job had, you see, the devil couldn't get to Job because God had put something around him to p- protect him. That's, that's that hedge. Hello, somebody. That's that insurance uh, that this text is talking about. God has the power to put a hedge around you and to bless you and protect you. Oh, uh, this is what the devil had to say. Um, uh, does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied, have you not put a hedge around him and his household? And everything that he has, you have blessed the works of his hands so that his flocks and his his herds are spreading throughout the land. Oh, Job was a tither. Hello, somebody. And because he was a tither, God had blessed him and blessed him beyond measure. Oh, and he had put a hedge of protection around him and he had blessed his hands, the work of his hands. Oh, and that's called in the Bible a righteous state. God will put you in a righteous state to where everything that you do that you do is blessed because you put him first and, and the only reason that he will take that righteous state away or that has is to test you in your obedience and faithfulness to him but after the test he'll put that righteous state back up because oh Job was tested and he lost everything. God moved his righteous state and he lost everything, but he didn't curse God like the devil said he was. He worshiped God anyhow and said, I know my redeemer liveth even after he had lost everything. And because he truly worshiped God, oh, God gave him double back. He put back his righteous state and gave him devil for his trouble. Hello, somebody in here better learn to live in God's righteous state. Somebody in here better learn oh, to try God in your giving because when you try God in your giving, oh God will open the floodgates of heaven. The King James says he'll open the windows of heaven. He'll open those windows of heaven and he'll pour out blessings that you won't have room enough to receive but not only that he'll protect what he gives you because he gives you insurance on what he gives you hello somebody uh, some of you are like sister Eton sister Eton never buys anything without getting a warranty Hello, somebody. And, and sometimes I think that's a waste of money. I mean, don't spend my money on no warranty. It ain't going to break down. Hello, somebody. <laughs> it ain't going to break down. You know, see, get warranty on the cars. You'll get warranty on everything. But uh, every once in a while, hello, somebody, that warranty will pay off because it'll break down. And guess what? That means I don't have to pay for it. I just take it back to the manufacturer. And guess what? The manufacturer manufacturer replaces it for for free hello somebody really it's not for free i paid for it hello somebody and really your blessings are not free because you pay for them because you got to trust god in your giving hello somebody hello somebody if you want to be blessed and you want to be blessed with a warranty the best deal in town hello somebody that's one thing I, that I that I, I I see us as a church, man. We have the best deal in town. Jesus, God, 
our relationship. That's the best thing. The, the, the old folks said the, the best thing that ever happened to me. And I, I wonder why we can be so quiet. I wonder why we're not out telling folk about this. This thing called Jesus and the Lord and, and everything that he does for us. Because we're obedient to him. Uh, uh, we have the best thing that life has to offer. But we like to be quiet about it. Hello somebody. And this church should be full because we have the best thing that this world has to offer. Or oh, all of Paul's Valley should want to come to church at Bethlehem because those folk over at Bethlehem, not only are they saved, but they're blessed of the Lord. And I want the God that they serve. Hello, somebody, because he blesses his people. Hello, somebody. I'm not saying that you won't go through something because I use the illustration of Job. But when you do go through something, you're not going through it by yourself. And for no reason, you're going through it to give God the glory. And after you give God the glory, guess what? God will change the story and restore your righteous state. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, ain't nothing like this God that I serve. Nothing like him. Nothing like him. No risk. Wait a minute. This is the best money management you, you could ever hear about. You in the stock market, the, the stock market is going up now. But a few a, a year ago, it was it was down, and many of us were concerned about our four hundred one ks and losing losing everything and our stocks and all of that. And with God, hello somebody. When you try Him in this area. You can't lose. Hello, somebody. This is a sure thing. Oh, and that's what investors like to know when they invest or buy stocks in a company. They want to know that it's a sure thing. Oh, and they want to know that they're going to get their money back. God says that this is a sure thing. Try him. Say to your neighbor, neighbor Neighbor. or neighbor. Don't get quiet on me now. Try him. (laughs) Try him. Because when you try him, he will open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. Hello, somebody. Give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. He will open the floodgates of heaven. And let it rain when you try him. All eyes closed, heads about deacons, will you come? Right now we're going to do what we call opening the doors of the church. Really the doors of the church was opened over 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and my sins. From your sins and my sins. All eyes closed, heads about, saints are praying. But Jesus had to pay it all. He said, preacher, what was the payment? I'm glad you asked. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus came to this world on earth and lived a perfect life 
Because he would have to be the cost, the price for the penalty of sin. Remember, God says to to not show up before him empty handed. They had to have something to sacrifice to pay for their sins in the Old Testament. But the New Testament, uh, it's a new dispensation because Jesus died once and for all and paid it all. and, And he died for your sins and my sins. And as a result of that, I can enter and have entered into a personal relationship with God because uh, Jesus struggled on that night in that garden of Gethsemane and when he struggled uh, oh he had to say father not my will but thy will be done as he struggled a sweat of drops of blood uh, came from his brow as he struggled with this thing he he said Lord not my will uh, but thy will be done and sometimes in the Christian life there's something that you got to do that don't feel good but uh, are the right thing And, and giving a lot of times don't feel good but it's the right thing and you've got to say Lord uh, nevertheless not my will but thy will be done as Jesus said uh, not my will but thy will be done and he he left that garden of Gethsemane and they committed him of crimes that he didn't commit uh, accused him of crimes that he didn't commit uh, they mocked him they scorned him they put a crown of thorn on his head they whipped him they beat him uh, oh and they put that cross uh, on his back and led him through the streets of Jerusalem oh I'm so glad that he was willing to pray the price and to pay it all because he came to that hill called Golgotha and at that hill called Golgotha they nailed him to the cross on that hill called Golgotha they raised him up between two thieves as if to say that he was one of them but he wasn't he was the son of God who was willing to die to pay for the sins of the world Oh, from time past uh, to the future to pay it all. Uh, and he on that cross uh, had to give up his ghost. Uh, and he gave up his ghost and he died uh, for the sins of the world. And they took his body off that cross. Uh, oh, took him to uh, a tomb. Uh, and his body laid in that tomb the first day. His his body laid in that tomb the second day because he, he had paid it all. Uh, oh, but the Bible says, uh, oh, that on the third day uh, that Jesus got up uh, with all power in his hand on the third day uh, Jesus' righteous state was returned to him on the third day uh, he got up uh, so that I could get up uh, from my sin uh, and enter into a personal relationship with God uh, and if you're here today uh, and you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ uh, it's time for you to get up uh, out of your sins uh, Come, oh, uh, pass and say pardon to your neighbor and come up here and say, I want uh, to give my life uh, to Jesus Christ. Uh, I want uh, to enter into a personal relationship with God. Neighbor, excuse me, let me get, let me get past you. I've got to get it right with God because Jesus paid it all. Uh, oh, and he has a blessing for me, a blessing called salvation, uh, a blessing called eternal life uh, because he paid it all. I'm so glad that on that day Jesus died. He didn't pay 10% of it. Jesus died to pay it all. Oh, and if you're here today, and if you haven't accepted him, come right now and get your life right with God. In Jesus' name, there may be somebody else here today. 
somebody else here today, uh, you've given your life to Jesus Christ, but you haven't been baptized. Uh, And and, and that's the first step of obedience is to be baptized. And you've given your life to Christ, uh, but you've never been baptized. Then we want you to come forward right now in Jesus' name. There may be somebody else. Uh, Oh, maybe you need a church home. You need to be in a place where you're held accountable to the things of God where you can grow in your faith. Bethlehem is the best church, I think, this side of heaven. And you you can come and join us. We would love for you to be a member. Why don't you come right now? You may need to ask for prayer or have a testimony about how God has moved in your finances. Whatever it is right now, why don't you come forward right now in Jesus' name. Is there one today? Is there one today? Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. Before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for sins was buried and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing for now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listen throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. 
Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor praise Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in an economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.